0: Jeff Cariasso is best known for his time playing professional basketball in the Philippine Basketball Association. After a successful career and several championships, he made the transition to coaching. He now is the head coach of the Alaska Aces and co-owner of Titan, a basketball concept shop and barbershop. He continues to inspire others through his passion and drive for the game we all know and love, basketball. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of in love with me where we feature inspiring individuals who will share their amazing stories i am your host mafe yunon belasco and for this series our topic is being empowered during quarantine for this episode we have an empowered man pba legend head coach co-owner of titan and a dad to motivate us to take action. So, without further ado, let's welcome the amazing Jeff Carriasso. Hi, Jeff.
1: Hi, Mafe. Thanks for having me on. Uh, pleasure to be here.
0: Thanks, Jeff. I know that you are probably busy planning what's next in, in upcoming days or a month. But before I ask you what you've been up to during this uh, period, quarantine period, please share with everyone on how you are the empowered and inspiring man that you are today.
1: Wow. Um, you know, well, what's pretty amazing and, and, you know, like your husband, Nick, um, you know, basketball has really opened up a lot of doors for me,
2: and it, it's
1: really my whole life. Um, it started, you know, with, with the passion of just playing as a little kid. Um, you know, I think most people know I grew up in San Francisco, California. Um, you know, um, my, my love for basketball was since the fourth grade, and, and it never stopped since then. Um, what's nice about growing up in the States is you get to also play other sports. So... Um, um, I think me being able to play football and baseball and soccer, um, it, it really helped my development as a player. That when I did choose to finally just to stick to one, which was basketball, uh, I think all the other sports kind of helped, helped in my development. Um, you know, basketball has opened the doors, like I said. I played in high school, played in college. And then an opportunity came out here to play. And that, that was it. That, that, I think that was my turning point. Um, That was was when I think I made my first big kind of big boy step, you know, where, you know, I'm leaving family and friends and I'm coming to, to the Philippines, you know, our motherland, you know, where our families come from. But again, all of my side, or at least on my dad's side, they're all in the States. So everyone's there. So coming here was really just really coming to a foreign country for me, even if it was the Philippines. Um, Family in Ilocos, my mom's from Ilocos, but you know, again, not too close and, you know, obviously they live far away. Um, So there, I I think me coming here, being able to play basketball as a PBA player, it really opened up lots of doors um, to the person I am now. And I say that because, um, you know, I am co-owner of Titan, and without basketball, I don't think I would have met the people that I did to be able to, to come together and form, um, um, the group that, that, again, that brought to life Titan and, and, and the business, um, again, you know, as you get older, you know, you you, 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 you grow into a parent and, and a husband and, and that's all just part of life that you develop into. Um, and then the person I am now really is just, a a reflection of, of, again, stuff that you learn along the way. I can't say that, that we've learned everything already. I think I'm still trying to learn new things in, in all walks in life and everything I do, whether it's coaching, whether it's parenting, um, you know, being a husband um, and in the business. So I think the growth that I've, I've that I've developed now is really just something, you know, that I worked on as, as years go by, you know, you learn a lot, you, you had a lot of failures and, and you just kind of stay positive and, and kind of work through things. You know, um, a lot of people, a lot of people get to a point like where I am is because of the failures. And I want people to understand that. And, you know, I wasn't always like this, you know, I I think 20 years ago, I, I I may have, you know, if I look back, I, I may have considered myself a little naive in a lot of things. Um, so the 20 years, I think again, with the growth and the, and the learning and the, and going through the experience, uh, I think that has made me the person I am now.
0: And let's bring it back, okay? So when you had the opportunity, when you got that phone call of coming to the Philippines and being able to play the, the sport that you love so much, um, how, what was your mindset on coming here? And then what was your mindset experiencing what you did firsthand? Um, I think we have similar somewhat um, experience where we leave our comfort zone, right? And then we're like so excited because it's an opportunity. But yeah. then coming out here yeah. and just seeing how it's totally different. First of all, the language right. barrier. Um, I don't know, did you speak Tagalog in in the States? Did you understand already?
1: Right. I was able to understand, but speaking obviously was, you know, far, you know. Right. But at least I was able to understand.
0: Mm -hmm. And then the fact that, you know, just um, taking a shower, not having warm water, you know, those kind of things. Um, (laughs) Can you share a little bit of what you experienced? And knowing the fact, too, that social media was not around, you know, I think... um, I mean, for me personally, I spent a lot of my savings just calling overseas, telling my mom how much I miss her every day. So for you, how was it? Because I know yours was more yeah. challenging.
1: <laughs> it was a struggle. So, um, you know, if we just go back to the years, that was 93, 94 is when I would have to say um, that was my trying time. That That was kind of where I consider like God was like, all right, if you can get through these two years, then all right, I'll, I have something special for you. That that's kinda how you look at it, you know, now. But during that time, okay, oh my gosh, that was that was a struggle. Um so the word I'd like to describe those times was adaptability. So it's really just being able to adapt to just everything. Culture here is different. It's it's kinda it, it's old school in, in lots of ways. Um, it makes you realize that you you took for granted a lot of the little things when you were in the state. So again, hot water is one of them. Um, um, You know, the garbage was always picked up properly. The streets were nice and clean. Um, If you needed to go somewhere, even if you had to ride a bus, uh, things were organized. You know, it came on time and, you know, stuff like that. So, um, I mean, those are the issues you got to go through and understand, you know, now that you're in a third world country. But but it wasn't easy. It, it really wasn't because it was really my first um, time. Uh, I, I I was in college away from home, but to be in another country far away from home, really different. So you know, home cooked meals w- w- weren't you know too you know too familiar. Um, so you had to kind of learn and and adapt. Oh, and then one thing that's huge here is is laundry. Oh my gosh! I mean, you know, we we actually my first couple years in the PBL. We didn't have a washing machine so we had to learn how to scrub and and be able to hang it properly and 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 do the little things that that i think you know again when you look at it now you're like all right it's 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 a good good character building but it was tough Yeah, I I I can attest
0: to that too. Cause uh, I'm not saying that we were spoiled guys with warm water right. in uh, you know right. me for me Australia, but it's just that you appreciate the you know the Filipinos and and you know just being in the Philippines it really makes you tough tougher. Right. 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 Um, and, and, you know, the experiences that you've had and just hearing all your stories, you know, from back then, it really made you the empowered man that you are today. And speaking of that, so getting to the PBA and the PBL, how different was it back then compared to now?
1: I, I think the obvious difference was, um, you know, this issue that, that's still not, not I don't want to say issue, but the, just the fact that, you know, there are other players who are Filipinos that wasn't born here. So, you know, that constant talk on the Philams or the Phil foreigners playing in the PBA um, during that time, it, it, it was still fairly new, to be honest with you. Um, I know Ricardo Brown was one of the first Phil-Americans, but during my time and and the years prior to me, so which is 95 and before that, um, to be honest, I could only remember Dwight Lago as the other Phil-American and his brother was still in college, um, Elmer. But then after that, maybe two or three years after, there was an influx of the lambs and it just kind of never stopped. Um, The biggest difference I would say is that. Um, during that time, it wasn't as accepting as as it is now. Um, I, I think the mindset of of the people here is is different compared to how it was before, you know. And and you know, we can say that the, the thinking then it was a lot of, you know, selfish kind of thinking where you know this guy is trying to is not even from here, but he's trying to take a spot or a position away from me. Um, that that competition competition level or or thought um, wasn't as open as it is now. So, um, you know, but it wasn't too bad. I mean I, I mean, you know a lot of the a lot of the fellow um, um, athletes that you played with and against, a lot of them are open. A lot of them took it as, okay, this is a challenge. Um, you know, they I need to be better in my position and kind of make sure that I'm up to par to to what that guy's doing. And I really think you know the influx of the Phil foreigners has, has improved the level of the game in the pba and and i and I don't doubt that you, you know just one bit. Um, that was a small that was a big difference, how it is now, but like I said, you know you have to have started somewhere and and mm-hmm. um to be part of that and to see it kind of blossom and um, um see the mindset kind of grow and um, develop into something more positive now, um I think is really special.
0: And Jeff, you've played for so many years, right? Um, How many years to be exact?
1: 15.
0: 15 years. years. And um, I was just having a discussion with uh, another basketball player. And they were, you know, and I I have discussions with my husband all the time, how blessed uh, players are who are able to reach more than three years. Because normally, like, you're already um, blessed to even – be able to have three years under your belt but for you 15 and there's some other guys that are reaching you know more than 20 so can you share on on how you you were able to extend your career and you know was there a certain um mindset or work ethic that you had going Mm. for you
1: right I, i think the mindset at the time was really just just as a player and again you know let let let's just make clear that you know the passion and the love that's there. You know that that that's a given. Uh, me wanting to play at a high level, that that that's a given. But the the the, the mindset during that time is again never to never to wither in, in your work ethic. So there there was a constant mindset where I wanted to improve each and every year. I wanted to make the national team. I wanted to. I wanted to make the All-Star team. Um, I want. I wanted my team to be in the finals every single class. Um So what comes with that is a big responsibility to walk the walk and talk the talk. So you cannot just tell guys to be more aggressive or to play at a high level where when they're not working on their craft or they're not doing anything to improve themselves. So I, I think that was one example. I wanted to make sure. Um, as a captain, as one of the leaders of the team is, is, to, is to really lead by example is to show that hey, you, you need to be at a level um, to be able to, to to get guys to perform at a different level. And when you have a team that does that and I've played with with a few teams where everyone is kind of bought into that mindset think good things happen. you know that ultimate goal of establishment is there. it, it happens um, But to be able to last that year, I think that was one and then the other is really, um, just me taking on the challenge that there's always a younger kid <laughs> trying to take my position every year. Um, so I took that as a challenge. Um, you know, I wanted to be better. I want it to last as long as I can. You know, we, we know basketball, we know professional athletes, you know, it's, it, it's a part of their, your life, but it's not your whole life. And, and when, in the grand scheme of things, when you look at it, kind of when you're older, is it's really just what 20 30% of your life, um, mm-hmm. and 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 in the career that you actually choose. So, um, to, to be able to be to, to play for 15, I think was special. And those are the things that, that those are the mind that was the mindset that I had during that time.
0: And then, um, of course, I think this is more of a personal experience because when you retired. I think we we Nick also retired at the same time. We all ended right. up in the states together, right? Right. Um, there was also a discussion I had with I, I spoke to Topex Robinson about. Um, you know, for you, of course, you had a different career um, compared to him. But you had you know closure somewhat. You you had a a party. I remember you had a party, and then you were mm-hmm. going to announce um, um, something exciting, like you know your your company now, but. Let's talk about the experience of leaving the Philippines, going back to America, because we we went through that and it was not yeah. easy. Uh, but for you, how did it feel <laughs> and what kept right. you going?
1: Well, I, I think during that time, it, it was really the thinking that, um, you know, I kind of wanted to see what kind of career I can kind of make and, and, and do and start up, you know, in the States. Um, so, you know, when I retired, I was there for a year, but it it was a long year. It was a tough year. And, um, the challenge there was kind of reestablishing, reestablishing yourself. Um, and it's a little bit more difficult when you are 38, you know, compared to when you're in your late twenties and you're, you know, you want to change careers and do things. Um, so all, all the, all the challenges was there during that time with trying to start over, trying to find out what it is I'd like to do. Um, and it wasn't as easy as I thought, it wasn't as easy as I thought. Um, but um, the blessing there, the blessing there was, I also didn't know that there was going to be an opportunity for me back here in the Philippines. Um, you know, that opportunity came a year later and, and it was as simple as a phone call with, you know, Coach Tim, you know, giving me a call asking if I'd like to join us Coaching staff because he was moving from Alaska to Sandman Coffee, which is um, Pure Foods now, um, and you know I just looked at it as one of those things where you know God is kind of putting you where you belong, and and I really believe that, and and you know I didn't know it I didn't know it at the time, but um, I'm just glad that I was open enough to kind of accept that that invitation. To see where it would lead me and you know i i've been here ever since so i remember that phone call you made to
0: nick <laughs> yeah. and i was like looking yeah. at him like hmm are you fishing something yeah. too yeah. But, You know, yeah. I, I i feel as though that what made you guys kind of have a refresh button to you know because nick was always Wanting to go back, wanting to you know be right. with his family, but then realize, right. like you said, at a you know a, um, at thirty eight, it's it's really challenging to start all over again. And that's the same thing that we did. You know, for him, it was right. a challenge. Um, yeah, you guys were kind of like in the same boat, and then we You're we right. all ended up back here. So You're I think right. it was more of uh, strengthening our core right. again, and and realizing, right. wow, okay, we had it good in the right. Philippines. So. Right. So leading back yeah you're back and um, you have Titan now. so how did that all stop?
1: well I, i'm I'm very fortunate to, to you know during my career that um I was with I was with Nike pretty much my whole career. and um you know, that was where I met a guy named Dennis Tan who was part of Nike during that time and um He actually came up with this awesome idea, I want to say in 2009, early 2009. So it was um, a year and a half before I retired. I retired in in 2010. And um, he actually, you know, again, our relationship was really close. He was living in in Singapore, working for Nike. um, And we were always close, you know, we kept in touch. You know, he's a nino of my son. And um, it's one of those things where he actually just came up with this idea that he he wanted to start something new, start something fresh. To be honest with you, at the beginning, I was kind of tentative because I knew at the end of that year, I was moving to the States for a year. And I wanted to make sure in regards to, you know, financially, you know, I wanted to make sure I had enough to kind of make sure you sustain yourself um, because you don't know exactly what's going to happen when you're there. Um, but you know, again, he, it, it didn't take long for him to convince me. So, so speaking with him a couple of times, um, you know, I said, you know what? I'm all in, you know, let, let's do this. And 10 years later, yeah, it, it, it is what it is now. And, and we talk about it all the time. How We never saw or foreseen, um, the future of, of tying on, on how it is now. We never thought it would be how it is now. It's kind of just rolled and, and, and again, it grew to um, to what it is now, and and you know we're constantly making changes. And again, this pandemic is is is, is uh, another example of that. But um, it's something that I think um, is within what we all like and what we all love and what we're all passionate about. It's just a different side of it. And um, you know, again, I'm just lucky. I said yes to to my friend Dennis. <laughs>
0: Congratulations, it's been 10 years. Oh, my gosh.
1: That's yeah, amazing. It's been 10 years. It's pretty awesome. You know, there's
0: something, there's something I admire about you is that, you know, your network and how you value your network. Um, I see you have um, used your platform to really gain friendships or even family now. Like you said, he's a, a godfather to your son. And that's something that I always talk about with my kids like, you know, you have to be nice to everyone. You just never know where you guys will meet again. So for you um of course even while you were a player you I just saw from a distance that you were always taking care of the people around you. So can you share of course with um athletes now or even the youth on how important it is to really be good to others?
1: Wow, that, that that's such a such an amazing question, Maffei. It really is because it the answer is really it, it, it's something I think that that most people need to realize is kind of like the, the secret and I'm not gonna lie to you it really is it, it's a little bit more than it's who you know you know a lot of it, there's that saying it's who you know it helps don't don't get me wrong it helps here in the Philippines but when you are part of a team or you're part of a, an organization or part of a group that that's doing whatever it is that you're doing um, I think the key for, for a group to be successful, because I, you know, more than likely you're trying to do something. You're trying to achieve something. Um, you're trying to sell something, right. You're trying to be the best at something. Um, it really is how you bond and how you relate to the people that's around you. Because again, you know, just the analogy of a, of a basketball team, you know, there's five of you on the court constantly and you, you five need to be on on, you know, uh, uh, understand that you have to play at a high level. And to play at a high level, you need to communicate well, you need to know each other well, and, and all that. And then what if you throw someone else in there? That person needs to kind of be able to, to, to be on the same boat as everyone else. So um, mm-hmm. being nice is, 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 is uh, you hit it right on, on a dot. Um, you know, be respectful always. Um, understand that, you know, there, there, there's people out there that, you know, that need your help as much as you'll need theirs. And if you have a mindset of really just being genuine and, and honest and, you know, you'll you'll attract people, you you really will. So it, it's, it's not a big secret, you know, if you're like that, then, you know, people want to be part of you, you know, they'll, they'll want to join you, they want to, you know, be where you are, it won't take, it won't, you know, take uh, uh so much for you to invite and ask people to come join you because... Um, you know you you've kind of displayed that that aspect of you and, and people trust and believe in you so um that, that's really my two cents i share that to my kids um i try to to be the example i'm not perfect but i try to be that example always,
0: so <laughs> yeah but with all your success jeff you know that's something i think um like you said it's it's a walking the walk you know words can mean so much but if you don't act that way way or you know what you want to do like you know the good things that you want to do then you know it's like a domino effect um you know so with that who were your biggest mentors on um who helped shape you uh through your basketball career to now your business career
1: right oh interesting um wow well you you had one guy on this and i think he's watching now who's been a big of influencing me i think more than he knows it but joe fish is a guy um you know i know he told his whole story and this you know i think an hour wasn't <laughs> enough right he, <laughs> no. you guys can hit another three hours um but i first met him when when he described him working at cannon kip that was in the south of market area but um he his relationship with me is really just kind of just straight up just just you know he he that he advised me on things. Um, I'd always appreciate, you know, his thoughts and and what he had to say, um, and I still do. Um, you know, when I have a question, um, every once in a while I'll throw it at him, see what he thinks or what he says, because a lot of it is me wanting to know, you know, and me needing help in that regard. So um, he was one. Um, Joe Fish is one. I think my dad was a big influence. Um, you know, honestly, from from day one. Um, he wasn't the type of father that was kind of pushing me. Okay, you gotta work hard. You gotta push. You gotta. You got He wasn't that type of uh, uh, a father to me. He was more of okay, if this is what you like, then okay, I'll support you. Um, it was more of me kind of needed to go to him if I needed something or if I needed advice. So um, he's he's one. And then you know, I, I there, there's a lot of players that I think have really um, helped kind of in my career, um, early in my career, as I was trying to get used to the style of play in the PBA, I would say Johnny A was a big influence to, to, um, to, to me. Um, he helped me kind of understand how to be successful on and off the court. So he was awesome. You know, we always talk about our Alaska Grand Slam team. So, you know, Jojo in his ways, you know, he he'll, he'll, he'll tell me, he's really straight up. So he'll tell me, you know, if I was doing anything wrong, um, but very influential. Um, Sean Chambers, you know, guy from Sacramento in the States, you know, loved Filipinos. He, he was also a big influence. And then later on in my life, um, you know, players that you played with, a lot of them really set the examples that you really need didn't need to kind of look anywhere else. So, you know, I love playing with Rudy Hatfield. I love playing with Aaron Mix, those guys. So so you know they they kind of pushed me to to be better because I saw how hard they were working. and even though they they were my teammates or they play different positions, you know they 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 had that work ethic of of you know nonstop wanting to get better. Um, and, and I think we all took a page from each other in in that regard. and then in business, you know to be honest with you, again, this is something that was fairly new to me in 2010. You know, you, you you focus on your career and you try to be the best athlete that you can. Um, you try to be the best teammate as you can. So you learn about leadership. You learn about sacrifice. But then business is a totally different thing. So, um, you know, even till now, you know, we, we all understand the pattern, what exactly our roles are. And we are clear with with all the details. We all know the numbers. We all know what's happening each and every day. But again, we're we're specific in our in, in our department. So um, just again, just kind of championing that, and
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: like a te- like like a team, you know, you champion each other's you know um, department, and then you know you come up to and become what Titan it is now. So mm-hmm. uh, you know a lot a lot of these guys that work at the office, they you know they're the ones that are in the nitty gritty of things. So they deserve all the credit to be honest with you. Um, but again, teamwork never fails. Um, you know, us respecting each other and and everyone just kind of working hard. That that that's really you know the values that we bring each and every day.
0: Mm-hmm. So you know, with those powerful um, words of wisdom you just shared, um, can you also share with us like bringing it back to being a player, uh, being a coach? And I guess you know, just preparing for a business meeting. Do you have a certain ritual or habit to get you hyped or ready to play the game, to coach the players, or even <laughs> have a, a you know a, a board meeting?
1: Right. Wow. Um, I, I think when you're preparing for you know, if I can, if I can label all that as like battle, right? If, if you're preparing for battle. Uh, um, or you're about to go to battle. I think the key word there is preparation. It really is. So you being ready for what's what's forward. So before you we got on today, I went back and made sure, like since yesterday, like maybe five times, look back at your questions and make sure, all right, <laughs> she's gonna ask this. I wanna make sure I'm ready. I wanna, you know, wanna share this story with this. I wanna I wanna make sure, okay. I don't wanna say this, you know that. You you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, it's really just that and in, in a small aspect, it's just preparing yourself. um you know, we spend a lot of time practicing, so um, I think that that is key, so that you try to cover every situation, situation. so come game time, guys are prepared, right? so it's kind of natural, and your instincts are are will will we'll come out to to react the way you'd like. So that during that tough situation when they're in a crossroad, they have they'll decide hopefully the correct thing. That, you know, that that's what we can hope for as a coach. But um yeah, even with the meeting with the guys, it's you know, we have a topic, we have topics that's sent to us ahead of time. Uh, we just wanna make sure that if there's any questions we have with any of that, you know, I'm ready to ask or and whatever it is that we're discussing, it's clear. So um my 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 word for your question is preparation. Mm-hmm.
0: And then being a dad, <laughs> of course, being a parent, be kind of like, <laughs> yeah, so what is the difference of, I guess, you know, you become a life coach, you know, uh, Jeff, right. you've become a, a really a leader to a lot of people. So how right. different is it? Uh, you know, mentoring your children, of course, being a basketball player, now a head coach, um, and also part of a, a, a big company, there is a certain balance. So how do you balance your, your family life to your career now?
1: Right. Well, you know, um, I, I think the balance has to be clear that when I do have meetings for Titan or we have events for Titan or when we have practice or games for Alaska, that, that that's what that does. That, that's work. That's kind of... What he does to kind of put food on a table, and so you can go to Ateneo and have your own condo, you know, so that. Hi, <laughs> uh, I, uh, she's tuned in. <laughs> yeah, she, she, she's right here. Too. And, um, so um, when you come home, I, I think you know that that's that's who you are. It, it's it's deep. It's 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 kind of you a little bit more relaxed. Um, so being a dad like you said it's it's a forever you you're forever a life coach once you you become a dad and you know there's responsibility that you want to make sure that that they understand there's values you want to make sure that you instill in them so that when they are moving forward and they are kind of on their own a little bit they, they you know you trust that they'll make the right choices um just like all the other parents you know out there who are who are raising teenagers and 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 college kids <laughs> um but it's 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 really it's special because um you're kind of grooming you know your, your little one who's not so little anymore but you're you're grooming your little one to kind of try to be the best person that you think she can be along with kind of the the stuff that she likes and what her interests are so it's just a combination so that's why i say it when i said uh, that's what i mean when i say when you become a parent, there's no preparation. No matter what preparation you think you you have, it's it's. There's always a wrench in the in the engine, and there's always something that's gonna challenge you a little bit more. But again, that's life and that's parenting. But you know, again, you you. I'll take it. It's not a problem. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and I think I have to congratulate you because I think you and Nick are just playing tennis, you know, right. and having children. Oh my God. But wait, done. are you done?
1: <laughs> oh, we're done. Trust me. Trust me. <laughs> well, we're done. you
0: know, kids are a blessing, and they keep us young. They keep us on our toes. And speaking of that, I want to welcome someone that is from the Bay Area too that wants to give you a special special message. And say okay. hi and to catch up. Oh, nice! So, hello.
1: Who is that? Hey, there he is. Is. <laughs> What's up, Nick? <laughs> hey there, brother. Good How you doing, man? Uh-huh.
2: Doing good. Doing good. Did you Did you put on weight or you lost weight during this
1: lockdown? I know you've been working out. I, I lost weight, so that that's kind of been my own <laughs> personal goal. So, you know, you have the time to kind of improve yourself. So that was where I focused on. So. <laughs>
2: That's awesome, yes, man. Can, hey, looking yeah. forward to seeing you guys get back on the court. You
1: yeah, know, hopefully that soon. Are too. We are also so, like I said, we're just kind of doing our part, waiting around while we can, you know, take advantage of the, you know, the home workout. But you know, nothing beats getting on a court and, and, and practicing, right? So, in time, so in what's time. The,
0: what's the biggest thing that you've learned about yourself during this period, Jeff?
1: Oh, wow. The biggest thing I've learned, I would have to say is, um, you, you know, things really can be just taken away quick, you know? So, you know, you, you get used to a life, a lifestyle, you get used to a way of life. Um, you get used to being able to do things sort of like as a, uh, like a routine, but then, you know, the reason why we have to be, and again, I'll use the word I used earlier, the reason why we need to be adaptable is because there's always, again, that, that wrench in the engine where it's going to kind of throw you off. And, and this has really thrown off, not just obviously us, but everyone around the world. And it has changed the mindset in a way where we're hoping it's for the better. Um, I think there's a lot of good that's kind of come out of this. Um, there's a lot more people voicing out their opinions and their, their, their you know, their wants and their dislikes. Um, um, it's just now the question is the platform they're using. I think you know what I mean, but I love that. I love everyone exercising their rights. I love everyone being able to share what they're um, what's on their mind. Um, and I think it has awakened a lot of people and, and their mindset. So with me, I think, you know, I'm also that, that guy. I'm also learning from, from what I'm seeing, from what I'm watching. And, and I'm just trying to take it all in and, and, and see where I, I can be, you know, where it applies to me and my family and how I can be better.
0: Nick, I know you love your pillar question. You want to ask Jeff that? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, and before, before I get to that, uh, you know, just want to let Jeff know how much of an inspiration he's been uh, to all of us from the bay area um, you know I'm from Stockton California and even in Stockton we were following you know Jeff Cariaso in his his younger younger years uh and then a lot of people don't know this but me and Jeff played for the same philam team in the states in San Francisco but we never met because uh, he had already left and and decided to you know set his roots down here in the Philippines and that's when I joined the team. Uh, me and Rob Duat joined it after he left the team already. So I was there with Frank McKinney, Terrence Mullins, James Walkvis, uh, Mark Quebec, uh, yep. Joel Salas, Rob Taloy, all yep. those guys. We were, we were. I was there with them, and 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 I was. Me and Rob were so young, and they would tell us all the stories about Jeff and and how Jeff's doing it big in the Philippines. So uh, you know, big shout out to Mark Quebec and and those guys because. Because I know they molded Jeff, and, and then they, they took All me right. and Robin. They did the same with us. They prepared us for the Philippines. Uh, right. So there's there's a lot of uh, principles that that we, we were ingrained in early in our basketball lives in the Bay Area because of that team. Uh, I want to know from Jeff, what are your pillars? Uh, I've heard you speak about this with the junior NBA. Uh, what are your pillars to success in, in the foundation that you've built? Because you're, you're extremely successful.
1: Right well um you know again to 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 be honest with you there the, these pillars seem to kind of change a little bit as you get older right and and as you learn that okay this isn't going to work and you kind of scrap that out and then um throw something else in there but to be honest with you if i was to attribute how things are for me now in regards to you know again basketball with alaska and being able to have the opportunity to, to, to lead um, the team. Um, and then with Titan and how things are there and even how you kind of bring it home and apply it. Uh, I think you could sum it up with, and again, I mentioned maybe the first pillar for me would be just honesty and being straight up. I, I think that's crucial. That's crucial because, um, you know, when you're honest, um, a lot of times, it's not what the other person wants to hear, and you don't know that, but that's still helping that person. And then a lot of times, with you being honest with yourself during the time that you struggle and you're having a hard time, if you could honestly kind of assess what's happening, then you could find a way to kind of maneuver in and and get over it. So honesty is one. Number two is, uh, and we talked about it earlier, Mafe was relationships. Um, you know. The people around you are, 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 are around you for a reason. So, um, you know, when you're part of a team, you know, and I always use basketball as an analogy, not everyone is going to be your super close type, you know, guys that you hang out with. Not all, not all the time. Not everyone on the squad. But there are that few that you know that you can 100% trust. Give, You know, you can leave your kids with them. You know, you can you can open up and 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 kind of be more yourself. Um, so so the people around you are important because again they help you grow, they help whatever it is that you're trying to achieve at the moment become a reality, and and they're with you through the ups and the downs, they're with you through the grind. So um, you know, my relationship with guys on the team are a lot are are are. Are special and, and we were able to win championships because we find a way to, to be together and do things special, um, do special things. And then um, this allowed me to also again meet people who who right now you know we're ten years in the business with you know. So um, I think as as you know you understand you you'll know. I mean most people will know if if um you know people are are you know not hundred percent honesty um, or honest, I'm sorry, people, you'll, you'll know, there's a feel there. So, um, so, but just trusting and, and not, not worrying about, you know, how things will kind of play out is really crucial. Then number three, I would say, and it never fails. It's really your work ethic, right? You know, there's a constant work ethic that you got to bring each and every day and, um, whatever it is, your role as of now, whatever it is that you're doing right now in your life, um, you know, there's room to improve that. So, um, you know, quarantine has, has allowed me to be a, uh, a better husband, to be a better dad to the kids. Um, um, you know, this allowed me to kind of make me better personally and, 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 and improve myself so I could lead the guys at Alaska. And Then, um, you know, because it has affected us business-wise at times, you know, you try to find ways again um, to, to kind of get over the hump or, 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 to get out the water, you know, if you'd like to say, because again, these challenging times are, are, are affecting everyone. So there's growth in everything that you do. Um, as long as you kind of not willing to, or you're willing to, to, to grind, good things will happen.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> Nick do you have anything else to, to ask Jeff?
1: And thanks for that no, comment. I mean, uh, before you you ask the question, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> no, no problem. I think there's man. a lot of hey. people.
0: Yeah, go ahead, yeah. Nick.
2: Go. No, go ahead, the, ladies first. There's a lot
0: of people that look up to you, and they're tuned in right now. So let's give them a shout out. Thank um,
2: oh,
0: We have Harvey saying have oh. like, so much respect and love for Coach Jeff. Um, there is. Dwyn yes Dwiner, winner. Yes. <laughs> um, we exactly.
2: have, yeah, he's a winner. Dwin Dwiner is a winner.
1: Yes, sir.
0: we have Napoleon. Um, he's been commenting the whole time, and of nice, course, nice. you saw earlier Joe Fish is tuned in. Hi, Joe,
1: <laughs> what's up, fish? <laughs> Joe Fish,
0: and we have, of course, Nico and Aya using, using the oh, platform okay. to say hello to each other. <laughs> Hi guys! Um, you know, like you said, <laughs> um, the people in your in your network becomes family. Just like you know, our children have grown right. to see both of you succeed in your career, and you know, they're pretty much like a brother and sister. And I appreciate right. that. Um, thanks, right. Aya for being a good friend to Nico, and <laughs> probably my my um, my last question for you is, you know, especially at this time. Uh, there's a lot of um, people at home, have a lot of time, a lot of the, the kids are at home too. So it's probably it. two questions in one. What would be your advice to your younger self in line with advice you will be giving to all the young athletes that have a lot of time right now on how to, to be, I guess, better prepared, um, yeah. most especially at this time?
1: Well, to to my younger self, let's start with that. I'd probably, I'd probably recommend, um, you know, um, with a little bit more force that, hey, listen more to what you know these older people are telling you. You know, listen more to to the advice that your parents and even older friends or uncles that may have for you, because there is wisdom in what they're saying. Um, A lot of times especially you get to your kind of like mid twenties, you, you kind of feel like, you know, everything already, but um, you know, literally, you know, that your, 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 life is only starting and, and you know um, you know, you, there's so much that you can improve on and be better at. And if, if you, you kind of, if there's one thing maybe you could get in regards to advice in one particular topic during that time, that might kind of change, um you know the the course of your life you in know in, in a more positive way so i would say just listen a little bit more to what people have to say because they have they have the the experience and the wisdom to, to speak of it um and then just during this quarantine i i think what what another thing that i've kind of focused on is is you know you, your family's there so you you know just being kind of forced to be right next to each other 24/7 for the past kind of four months, you know, th- there's a relation, there's a closeness that you kind of developed um, even more. Um, you know, you do what you can in the mornings or late afternoons would work, right? So you get you get your emails done, you 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 answer questions, you go to meetings, all good stuff um, to to kind of um, you know get back into into the the nick of things when when it comes to your business but one thing i think i've focused a little bit more of and not to sound selfish is kind of yourself mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um you know whether i'm studying a little bit more now to to you know because i have the time to be a better coach um i'm also looking forward to uh to to, to me kind of improving myself personally in regards to health and, and fitness so I, I've, I've made a, an attempt the last three three months to be a little bit more 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 conscious in regards to working out and eating properly and and you know you feel better you you feel better you you um you know you're more relaxed you're healthier and um if you kind of improve yourself you know from within um you know spend a little time to kind of think about how you can improve yourself and uh, like I said with me it's it's, it's just trying to get into better shape then then everything else kind of kind of works out and you know you're a much better kind of version of yourself and you hear that a lot so um i really truly believe that so that's my quick advice to everyone and and you know i i hope it helps and, and well, Amy, we-
2: I, I love what you said because uh i actually did the, the opposite of that i went through most of my career i didn't listen to too many people i didn't <laughs> take advice and I fell into a lot of pitfalls because of that, where if, if I had more mentorship or if I listened to people yeah. more, I, I would have, wouldn't have made so many mistakes. But of course, those mistakes made me grow into what I am now, and, and I learned from it. And That's the key. Uh, but Absolutely. Like a perfect example is, uh, is Joe Fish with Harvey Carey. Right. They're watching the show right now, and uh, right. Joe's been there every step of the way with Harve ever since the beginning of his career, even before his career. Uh, yeah. Even up to now, and I'm fortunate that that I kind of tapped into that that group, and and we talk every day. So, yeah, uh, I take all that advice to heart now, and and I run everything yeah. by my my guys, and and I make better decisions. Yeah. So that's great advice. Yeah, great advice yeah. for the young guys. Right.
0: Mm-hmm. And we have to give a shout out to one of your mentors, uh, Jeff.
1: Sean oh, Chambers
2: nice. is watching. Oh, Sean Chambers.
1: What's up, Sean? Nice to see you. So we have
2: up, Sean? Uh, Alaska hey, Sean used to give me the business.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, of course, you know, we have to give uh, a special shout out to Joe. I think he's been a great um, mentor to everyone. Jeff mentioned that earlier, too. And, um, you know, as a dad what would be your words of wisdom to dads right now who need that extra motivation and um to feel hope after this challenging time jeff
1: well you know i i would say you know to first understand that it's not just you who's kind of going through the changes and the and uh you know the the hardship or the struggles you know in i think What's crazy about this pandemic is it has thrown everyone off completely. So I know we're, you know, in some areas of the world, there's a lot of people kind of reopening and things are being, being a little bit, you know, normal. Um, but where we are in the Philippines, I would say I think there's still a need to 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 be a little strict and, and careful because I I don't think we've hit that level where it's it's safe to be out yet. That's just number one, but but to dads going through, you know, um, their own personal struggles, uh, I I think there's always a positive in every little in every situation if you look for it. A lot of times when you have issues and you have struggles and problems, you know, um, that kind of overshadows everything else. But you know, there is there is a lot of hope in in, in things. I think if you kind of recognize what that is. And you kind of stay there and, and, and be focused there. I think that'll help you kind of be a little bit more more relaxed and open to be able to deal with the problem that you're, you're, you're going through. Um, so that also keeps you sane. That, 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 that keeps you kind of confident. That keeps you positive. And that's where you have to kind of be right now because a lot, a lot of the reasons for these changes and troubles and, and problems are things that you cannot control. So if you cannot control them, you control what you can control and which is yourself and how you handle things and how you approach things. So um, Mm -hmm. stay positive, Um, work out, you know, find some time alone sometime, you know, get your mind off of things, listen to music, um, you know, work out like I said. and, And, you know, keep the distance because I think soon we'll be able to overcome this
0: yes and um, now Jeff I give you a chance to give your shout outs and also of course what's going on with Alaska in the in the near future with Titan where can people yeah. order if they're they're missing <laughs> their Titan products go ahead
1: <laughs> thanks Mafe. um you know just quick shout out to just my Alaska family you know they've been re- very supportive and then the guys on the team have been really really awesome in regards to the program that we're putting them through each and every day. Um, you know, I have family all over. So family from the states, um, especially California. Hello, hello to everyone there. Special shout out, of course, to Joe who's in um, who's in Singapore, um, and, and just, just all the all the people who are listening. I, you know, I hope what I was able to share today, you know, will you'll be able to relate to a little bit, and hopefully you'll be able to find some wisdom in the in, in some of the things I said to help you. But so that, that's really. That, that's really the, the goal. But um, just with tying also, you know, again, when you, when you have a business and um, everyone knows that we're, we're a specialty shoe store, um, you know, that, that's not an essential. That's the last on the list. You know, you're you not going to want to buy a pair of shoes during the time. We totally understand that. So um, these challenges, I think, you know, with the guys, again, working hard and trying to find a way to, to stay afloat, uh, we know that good things will happen in the near future. Um, just know that time is still there. You can catch us online um, in our app and, and our website. So that's pretty much it. You know, more than anything, I just want to thank you guys for allowing me to share my story. Um, always good to see you, Nick. Um, you know, I appreciate you and appreciate everyone that, that, that's watching.
0: Of course, Jeff, you, we had to share your story. I'm interested to know <laughs> so many things. But, of course, your journey is ongoing, and I know right now uh, Jeff will be more than happy. For anyone who would want to ask more questions or even advice, I'll make sure to put... Jeff's uh social media as well as uh you know, the links for Titan and Alaska, what they've been they're going to what's going to happen, what they've been up to. A special um shout out. Marvin Quebec is watching you guys.
1: Oh, Mar. What's up, Marv? <laughs> big Marv, there he is. Yeah, big Mar. How are you doing? So thank Mar? you, everyone. God. All those guys. Thank you
0: everyone for supporting Jeff and the platform of in love with me. Um, my takeaways from Jeff today uh, so many you know but the, the key ones that I, I learned from him is walk the walk then talk the talk. I think that's very very important. Learning is key nonstop education of course is an uh, amazing thing to have and respect everyone. So guys don't forget, Actions speak louder than words. And thank you for tuning in in another episode of In Love With Me.
2: Thank you for listening. In Love With Me series.